This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. I throw around a term a lot when talking about the crisis in the church, the springtime in the Church of the New Advent. It's a term that comes from the post-conciliar era, those initial years after the Second Vatican Council, and especially after the promulgation of the New Mass. We were all promised a springtime in the church, a new springtime. And we also heard a more blasphemous turn of phrase coming from prelates who were really, really big boosters of the Vatican reforms. And that is the uh, a new Pentecost. Neither of those things happened. We never got a new Pentecost. We never got a new springtime. And today I have for you some evidence of just that. We got the opposite of a springtime in the church, the opposite of a new advent or a new Pentecost. We got a winter in the church a season of darkness in the church that has lasted for decades. And it is making itself most manifest in a few stories that I have for you today that are all linked together as being a sign that this is truly a dark season for the church. Let's begin with the Archdiocese of Detroit, where there should have been a vocations boom after the council if all those prelates had been correct. But instead, like in every other diocese in the world, vocations withered away. The Archdiocese issued a chilling and sad press release about the state of vocations that was run with by the modernist outlet, Our Sunday Visitor, which ran the story with this headline, Archdiocese of Detroit announces year of prayer for priestly vocations. So for the first time in the history of the Archdiocese of Detroit, the Archdiocese is graduating no seminarians into the priesthood, none, zero, zilch, de nada. That means no ordinations this year. Detroit is joining the ranks of numerous dioceses around the U.S. and, quite frankly, around the world with collapsing vocations and empty seminaries. From the article, quote, In less than a decade, we will have approximately fewer than half the number of priests serving this mission of grace. This fact is underscored by another that this spring, for the first time in generations, there will be no men ordained to the priesthood for the Archdiocese of Detroit, Archbishop Vigneron said. As a church on mission called to proclaim the paschal mystery of Jesus, we cannot be blind to this challenge. Father Greg Guerra, doc, director of priestly vocations for the archdiocese, said the year of prayer is a call to arms for the church in Detroit to rally together and pray for more men to answer God's call to the priesthood. I think a lot of people don't realize there is a shortage of priests, and the year of prayer will be a great way for people to understand the situation that we are in, Father Guerra told the Detroit Catholic. We are certainly in a decline when comparing the number of ordinations to the number of priests who are retiring, and it's a fast decline. So this year of prayer for priestly vocations is to get the whole archdiocese involved in praying for men to say yes to their vocation to the priesthood. Currently, the Archdiocese of Detroit has 22 men studying for the priesthood, a, promise, a process rather that can take six to eight years. This year, five men will become trans transitional deacons who will likely be ordained to the priesthood next year. In the past 10 years, the Archdiocese has ordained 42 men to the priesthood, while over the same span, 125 priests who were retired or serving the Archdiocese in some capacity died. According to an unofficial Detroit Catholic account, the latter number includes religious order priests. End lengthy quote. So to be clear, they've lost 125 priests in 10 years and have only ordained 42 in that time. That's a staggering reduction by 66%, not counting whatever priests they've managed to entice over from Africa or other places that are in desperate need of their own priests, which I've gone over about a month ago in a video on the vocations crisis. 
The thing no one talks about when discussing the vocations problem is this. Most Catholics follow the standards of the world when it comes to having kids. They use chemical methods for keeping their families to a size that the world would approve of. This in turn means there are fewer vocations, since fewer people logically means fewer vocations. Fewer vocations leads to fewer priests, and most Catholics just don't care. They might grumble about not being able to get to confession while they are on their way to get a refill of their methods for keeping their families to a size deemed inappropriate by the world and not see the kind of sad irony of the situation. It's one of those situations that almost everyone in the church is helping to make worse by living a worldly life. But this isn't limited to Detroit. It's a problem the whole church in America is facing and the whole church around the world. From the same article, quote, According to a, a report released by the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate at Georgetown University from 1970 to 2020, the number of priests in the United States has declined by 60%. In 2021, there were 441 priestly ordinations, a 45% decrease since 1970. I don't know statistically why this shortage is happening, but I think the culture and secularization of our world is taking God out of everything, and men are not thinking about coming to the priesthood, Father Guerra said. It is somewhere stated that the largest growing population of religion in America right now is called nuns, meaning people who don't believe anything. I think they have surpassed the number of Roman Catholics in the U.S. today, he said, noting that this permeates the culture and makes it hard for men to discern a call even if they are in the church, end quote. This is happening while Francis and another sign that we are in a dark, cold winter in the church says things like this. He gave a homily on May 4th and published by LifeSite News, stating, quote, Big, small, rich, poor, good and bad, all. This all is the vision of the Lord who died for all. But did he die for the wretch who made my life impossible? He died for him too. And for that brigand, he died for him, for everyone. The Lord died for all. And also for people who do not believe in him or are of other religions, he died for everyone. That does not mean that proselytism must be done. No. But he died for everyone. He justified everyone. End quote. Now you may think that sounds pretty good, and most of it does sound pretty good. It sounds pretty standard textbook Catholicism. So you might not see the error he's making there, but he's getting justification and redemption confused with one another. This sounds more like things said by followers of Luther than anything the Catholic Church teaches. Life's site, who reported this, explains the error here. Quote, First, it seems that the Pope has confused redemption with the justification. Redemption is Christ's paying of humanity's debt of justice to the Father. This he accomplishes in his bloody sacrifice on the cross, which is the one and only acceptable sacrifice of atonement. This objective redemption must be applied to the soul of each human being. This is what we call the subjective redemption. That is the sharing of individuals in Christ's redemption through faith and the sacraments. In other words, the fact that Christ has given to the Father all that humanity owes him does not automatically cancel out the debt each individual occurs from Adam and from his own personal sins. The individual must freely enter into the death and resurrection of Christ to be fully redeemed. Justification, also known as regeneration, describes the application of the fruits of Christ's passion to individual men by the power of the Holy Spirit. This, that is why we can truly say that Christ died for all, but not all will be saved. Not all will be justified, only those who are united to Christ in faith, hope, and charity. This, moreover, is precisely why missionary and evangelistic efforts are necessary, end quote. And they're exactly right, of course. And you would think that the man the world thinks is Pope would know the difference, that an electronic magazine out of the U.S. wouldn't need to correct the man the world sees as pontiff, but here we are. 
We are in a spiritual desert, one that statistically began during the council. And some don't like to admit that, but priests began leaving the priesthood in droves right after the council. Religious vocations collapsed immediately, and the decline in laity making use of the sacraments began its decline at that time too, including the most horrifying declines imaginable. Fewer baptisms, fewer confessions, and yes, the longer lines for communion. Sacrilegious communion abounds, all being fed with this dare we hope all men are saved nonsense being peddled through statements like that by Francis. That article out of our Sunday Visitor cited something from the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate, and I'm going to return to them now for proof of what we're talking about by going directly to that study. They issued a new report that shows some horrifying numbers for those who care about the state of the church. CARA's latest U.S. statistics include the following data. Sunday mass attendance is at 17.3% versus 75% of Catholics in 1955. Total number of Catholic priests is 34,923 compared to 50,632 in 1965. The total number of Catholic parishes is 16,579 versus 19,620 in 1988. And all this with 33 million more Catholics in the United States since 1955. It's, that's catastrophic. A decade ago, I visited a friend in New Jersey, and we went to Mass together, and that was the first time I learned of the vocations crisis in a serious way, when I really saw it firsthand. The priest who said that Sunday Mass had to say five Masses at five parishes that day because there simply were no priests. It has to be worse now in that diocese, all things considered. The church in America and beyond is headed towards collapse with the only signs of growth coming from traditional priestly fraternities and religious orders, but they're being squashed by Rome to the best of its ability. Is there any positive sign in all this? From the CARA data, we see that adult converts to Catholicism has stayed more or less stable at around 4 million per year over the decades. That's a small consolation since we also know that about half of the graduates from the typical RCIA program drift away from the faith after their Easter vigil initiation into the church. So where's all this headed? Well, it's headed to Father Joseph Ratzinger's famous prediction of a smaller, poorer church that has less standing in the world. Given the vitriol aimed at Catholics lately over secular happenings in the court system and the events of this past weekend, it's pretty easy to envision what will look like for Catholics in the future. You don't need a vivid imagination to see where all this is headed. So what did you think of all these, this story this week and this, these data, these hard numbers that I gave you, the vocations numbers dropping in Detroit and well, frankly, the whole church, Francis speaking heresy and vocations collapsing everywhere. Is it a sign that we are in a spiritual winter in the church like I've described it? Let me know in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't, it really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein, Ave Maria.